0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Dose with me, Johnny Savage. And just before we get into today's episode, I just want to say that you're looking absolutely fantastic today. I love what you've done with your nostrils. A little bit weird, but very unique. You, On top of it, you're a beast. Keep on the good work and yeah, beautiful. In fact, I'm so impressed and you look so good that I think that it's worthy of a little song for you today. So here it goes. <coughs> Go shardy, it's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. We sip a card like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up, because it's your birthday. God, who remembers that geezer? <laughs> oh, good old Fiddy. How old has he got to be now? At least, well, 50, right? I wonder what Fiddy Cent will be doing when he's Fiddy. <laughs> Every time I say Fiddy, I feel like I'm in an episode of South Park. Hey, spirit demon, come out of here, give a tree Fiddy. Woo! Don't be giving the ghost no tree fitty woman. I'm only trying to bribe it. We'll find something else. No be giving him tree fifty. But yeah, fifty cent like really rose to prominence in the 2000s, like going 2000 all the way up to like 2010, capping it. I might be pushing it at 2010, maybe 2008. I don't know. But if you were a kid growing up in the 2000s and you were going to school, you couldn't go a single day without walking through the playground and hearing somebody randomly burst out into song going, I'll take you to the candy shop, do-do, I'll let you lick the lollipop, do-do, go, hey, go, and don't you stop, no, no! And you'd always get one kid that's just brand new to hip-hop, and he goes, (laughs) he's talking about penis. But yeah, what a bad, bad role model this guy was for me. (laughs) The thing was, my parents knew that I listened to this dude as well and they had no qualms in me listening to him allow me to read you the lyrics from one of his most popular songs in the club you can find me in the club bottle full of burb. look mommy i got the x if you're into taking drugs i'm into having sex i ain't into making love so come give me a hug if you're into getting rubbed goody room if i ever hear my daughter listening to anything like that when she's that age I will be sending her straight to her bedroom and taking the iPhone 27 off of her for a good couple of weeks. Now, if you went up to anybody, anybody in the world, anyone on the street, anyone in a care home, and ask them, hey, give me one random fact about 50 Cent, they'd probably turn around to you and say, well, he got shot like nine times, didn't he? And yes, he did get shot nine times. And I'm really grateful that obviously he lived through it. I'm glad he came out the other end. I'm glad he made something of himself instead of just being a drug pusher and a gangbanger. But I think it's safe to say that Fiddy has made a whole career off of that one life event if anybody remembers back in 2005 when 50 cent was kind of at his peak uh, there was a film that came out called get rich or die trying and it wasn't a biographical pick i think you like to think that it was and the introduction to that film was him getting shot nine times in fact i wouldn't be surprised if he pops down to his shop every week to get his weekly shopping he puts his shopping on the till and as the guy behind the tills putting it through he's like boop beep, beep. You're having a good day today, mate. And 50's just like, yeah, I'm having a cracking day, mate, tar. But did you know that a few years ago I got shot nine times? Okay, would you like any cashback? So back in the early 2000s, when 50 Cent was really rising to fame, a very stupid game publisher called Vivendi Games went to 50 Cent and said, hey, you're quite relevant you seem to be getting quite famous now so we want to make a video game about you please now i'm not actually sure just how much involvement 50 cent actually had in this game but i'm guessing quite a bit because the game revolves around and you've guessed it him getting shot nine times left for dead and then him going out to get his revenge now this game to me when i was playing it kind of felt like you know when somebody says something behind your back and you're like "Ooh." The next time I see them I'm gonna like rip the spleen out I'm gonna shove it down the throat or if somebody kills you on Call of Duty and you're like do you know what if I find you I'm gonna shove a rubber duck in your mouth and make you squeal like a pig and I feel like this game was a release for 50 cent for that because he was kind of in his head he was like okay so if I actually found the people that shot me nine times in real life this is what I would do to them so playing this game we kind of got to live out 50s sick dark fantasy now the game itself is a hip-hop fans wet dream like the wettest dream they could ever have i'm on about like change the sheets As this game not only had 50 himself but it had members of the g unit coming in as his gang it had dr dre who plays an arms dealer eminem who plays a corrupt police officer and dj Woo kid who plays himself as a person selling bootleg music out of his trunk <laughs> so if you haven't guessed by now That's what we're going to be talking about today. 50 and these silly video games. Let's get into it. Now I have to make it known before we get into it that I absolutely loved these games. In fact, I'm pretty sure that if I went back and played them now, I would still love them. But the bad games, they are very bad games. They are designed specifically for hip hop and 50 cent fans in mind. But I do love these games. I had an absolutely fantastic time with them growing up as a kid. They were pretty much a staple in my childhood and uh, i want a third one i want a third one in the series i know that will never happen and you'll find out why in a bit when i tell you but i do want a third one so the game begins with 50 cent chilling out at his flat smoking a bifter, and just playing with his testicles and that's when he ends up getting a phone call from his friend k dog which i think stands for kellogg's so from this moment on we'll just call him kellogg's So Kellogg's ends up belling Fiddy, and he's like, please come and help me, I'm in a little bit of bother. So Fifty's like, yeah, for sure, I'll jump in the car, I'll get the homies, and I'll be with you. So he goes and gets his crew together, which is the rappers Lloyd Banks, who's a locksmith, Young Buck, and Tony Yayo, a demolition expert. So the crew jumps in the La La Lamborghini and flies over to Queens where they see Kellogg's being absolutely battered senseless by unknown gangsters. So obviously Fifty and his crew hop out, pop a cap in a couple of mofos asses, and that's when Fiddy ends up taking a shot to the knee along with eight other shots as well just for good measure and he ends up being left for dead oh no so after that 50s boys end up picking him up chucking him in the car and taking him to see their good friend Doc Friday who's a former doctor who he he started writing prescriptions for himself and I think it was crack to be honest because in the cutscene he's like he sprinkles some on his hand and he's just like ah. We all need our medicine sometimes homie. You get me? You feel me? (laughs) Now, why his boys didn't just strip him of his weapons and armor so he looked like a civilian, a normal civilian, chucked him in the car and took him to an actual hospital where he could actually get treated and he could actually get cleaned up efficiently, I don't know. So they took him to Doc Friday, He sticks a couple of plasters on 50's face and he's like, right, you're all good now. And then he gives him like a bit of crack or something, I think. So after 50 comes round and he's absolutely off his rocker, he's he's like, right, I've got to go and try and find out who killed me because I'm gonna go and kill them. So he goes to meet his associate, uh, who's an undercover cop called Aaron McVicker, who's played by Eminem, (laughs) which seen Eminem in a 2005 video game Pixelated to crazy He Looks absolutely insane. He looks like one of them old-school blow-up sex dolls And Mavic is one of them cops who he will tell you absolutely anything you want to know as long as you took him the right amount of money So 50 just chucks like I don't know 10 million at him and is like, okay, so this is what happened. And this is where your homie, Kellogg's is at. So after being given that information, 50's like, sound, peace, thank you. Shakes his hand, gives him a blowy, and then off he goes to the safe house. But as soon as 50 and Lloyd Banks end up arriving at the safe house, they discover Kellogg's corpse, along with a couple of like federal people as well. So 50 obviously traumatized by what he's just seen. is just stood over one of his closest mates' corpses. And he's like, well, we might as well loot the guy then. So he just takes all of his belongings he's like, well he's not going to need them now is he? He'll be up there in heaven pimping hoes. So 50 goes over to his mate's house, Bugs, who's a hacker and he chucks him Kellogg's phone and he's like, can you get into that and see if there's anything useful on it? So Bugs gets into the phone, he listens to the messages and he tells 50 that the messages say that Kellogg's was supposed to meet up with somebody called Spider a crystal meth drug dealer about transport routes. So 50's like, okay, let's set up the meeting. I'll pretend to be Kellogg's. I'll go and meet these guys and I'll see what they're chatting about. So he sets up the meeting, goes over to a junkyard and meets up with two of Spiders, oddly oversized associates. So 50 stood at the junkyard. He's met up with these two people and these two people are like, Spider said that you were late. And 50's like, yeah, sorry, homie. I got stuck in traffic. And the other guy's like, by late, we mean dead. We ain't never seen a dead person walking before. So obviously they have a shootout and he pops them in the asses. And then he goes and finds Spider and ends up having a bit of a shootout with him. And then blows him up. But before he blows Spider up, 50 notices that Spider's got a tattoo on him. And it was the same one that Kellogg's had on him. So he cuts it off and he takes it with him and he gives it to Bugs. And Bug traces the tattoo back to somebody called Wu Zhang, a Chinese drug kingpin. So, needless to say, 50 hops over there in the La La Lamborghini, and has a talk with Wu Zhang. And that's when he ends up getting involved with the DEA, the CIA, the FBI, and uh, it's absolutely bonkers, but it's kind of boring at the same time. I'm going to cut the back end of the game out, and that's not because I'm trying to leave stuff out it's because it's not really all that interesting. You're literally just playing the same mission over and over again, pretty much. So it's start at point A, you need to run through a building and shoot some people down, get to point B, and then maybe have a boss fight at the end of that. And by boss fight, I mean doing a couple of barrel rolls and then just shooting your gun as much as you can until you end up penetrating the enemy. And the game literally ends by 50, making a deal with the CIA, to turn this drug kingpin in and the CIA agreed to look the other way when it comes to 50 and all the crimes that he's just committed over this past game. Like, I don't know, over a thousand murders. To be honest, I think I would be more interested in taking down the person that's just committed like a thousand murders than somebody that's selling drugs. But I'm not part of the CIA, so I don't know how their minds work. And that's literally it. That's the plot of the game, is you literally just have to go from point A to point B, shoot a couple of people, shoot a boss, See a corny cutscene and done. And of course by the end of it, 50 ends up getting the girl. There's a thick girl in there and of course he ends up, she's like, you've got my number? Yeah, love, because 50 is really desperate for girls at this point in his life. Now the dialogue in this movie was so corny that even the green giant himself would have been jealous. It was like proper B action movie dialogue. But Eminem absolutely beasted it, Eminem should dabble in voice acting, he really, really should. He was probably the best one out of the lot, not to mention that he was so funny. But the soundtrack to this was absolutely banging. Well, of course it had all the 50's greatest tracks, so you've got like Inder club, you know, Lollipop, whatever it's called, all them shenanigans. I can't remember the names, I was like 14. But to be honest, the, the soundtrack was kind of the saving grace. Like I said, the missions were, you were pretty much doing the same mission over and over again, just in different layouts, so getting from point A to point B, but throughout that, you had an absolutely thumping soundtrack that just made it, like, livable. You, you, you just got to the end of the mission because of the song that was playing throughout that level. Nothing else. And a year later... They ended up re-releasing this game for the PlayStation Portable called 50 Cent Bulletproof G-Unit Edition. But instead of the third-person perspective, it was a top-down perspective, which kind of ruined it for me. I did own it, uh, and I just I didn't enjoy it as much. I don't know, maybe it was because I'd already played through it. Because it, it seemed to be one of them games that you played through it and you never kind of went back to it for a while. And then you just went back to it whenever you were like, oh, 50 Cent, I hadn't I listened or entertained him for a while. And in 2009, there was a sequel called 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, which, yes, I did play. And yes, I will get into in another episode, along with his movie Get Rich or Die trying. Because I really don't like them either. To be fair, actually, I do like them. They're sort of guilty pleasures. They're really bad, both of them, both the game and the movie. Really bad, but I absolutely adore them. Now, to be honest, I thought that Blood on the Sand was a far bigger improvement over Bulletproof. But it ended up being the final nail in the coffin for the developer Swordfish Studios. Because it was such a commercial failure, it actually led to the closure of the studio. So damn. But yeah, that's it. That's the end of this episode. That's my opinion and experience with the game 50 Cent Bulletproof. If you played this game. Hit me up on my Instagram at savage_official_music underscore official music and let me know what you thought to it. But other than that, I've been Johnny, you've been awesome and I'll catch you in the next episode, you sexy beasts. Ta-ta.